along the way in this brilliant career that you're building, you're bound to have had a time when things were just moving right along and all of a sudden, bam, a brick wall. If you've had an experience like that, and I'm, I'm sure you have, because I don't know anybody that's doing anything that hasn't, what are some, uh, some learnings about how to, how to react when you have one of those brick wall moments? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I'm like thinking, which one do I pick? <laughs> the one that came to mind right away was, I, I mentioned when I started my business, I was very fortunate. Right out the gate, I had Johns Hopkins Healthcare as a client, which is an international organization that some consultants spend their whole career trying to get into. So I was working with them and I was also working with Cystic Fibrosis Foundation nationally. So I was in a really fortunate position that I had a great uh, roster of clients and I felt like everything was going beautifully. And I just thought, this is just how business, this is what it is to be an entrepreneur, right? Like you just show up, you do good work, clients come to you and you make a good living. And actually just on one of the contracts, I was making twice as much as I had made my whole salary in my job before. So I thought I was just, you know, doing all the things and getting it all right. And so I was in a, in a great place of financial abundance and I decided to hire a CFO to start working with someone. And I was going to look at office space and do all these things. And she was looking at my numbers and she said, okay, well, this is great. And you're, you're doing great. However... I'm not seeing where you're going to replace this revenue because these contracts are coming to an end. Like what's coming up? Like what's on the horizon for you? And I was like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing good work and people will refer me and all this. She goes, yeah, I, I respect that. And I think that's a great thing to believe and surrender into. However, it's also really great to have some prospects and to have a pipeline and to have a cycle for these things. And it was not her fault by any means she was doing exactly what I hired her to do. But as soon as she left that meeting, I went into a terrible cycle of self-doubt, of imposter syndrome, of feeling like I was just lucky and there's no way I'm actually going to be able to make a business out of this. Who did I think I was? And it really put me into a depression. It was the type of thing where I woke up in the morning and the first thought in my head was, you are such a loser. It was the first thing I thought every morning. And anybody from the outside looking in would be so surprised to hear that because on paper, it was the opposite. I was checking all the boxes for success, but I felt like such a loser because I didn't understand these basics that my CFO was illuminating for me. And I immediately went into a scarcity mindset of this is not possible for me and I need to go find a job and I need to let all of this go. And that probably went on for about two months, which was a very painful two months. And thankfully, through getting the proper support with professionals and also like taking some aligned action that was in alignment with my values and recognizing that my worth and my um, purpose for being here on earth has nothing to do with a dollar sign, uh, but rather in continuing to empower and ignite people in these possibilities that I know I'm here to create for others. And so it took a significant amount of work. And then once that work, that inner work was complete, it once again became this huge open channel for abundance and flow. And if anybody listening can relate to this, 
these feelings of scarcity and not enoughness and basing your success on metrics that aren't necessarily in alignment with your values, but are what society believes are the metrics for success. I hope that this is a story to remind you, as I reminded myself, that that's not actually the most important thing in the world. And that when you take care of yourself on the inside, that's what reflects on the outside. And so that is when you can continue to get back into that energy and into the flow of possibility and abundance. That's amazingly insightful. The whole notion of enoughness is often neglected because you can't measure it. It's not something that shows up on a sales report, financial study, but that enoughness is what gets people through a lot of stuff. And you had to figure that out as well. So true. And in fact, it's the kind of thing where the executives that I coach one-on-one, they are every single metric of success, every single one that most people would think of, right? Like they're leading large organizations. They have a certain amount of financial stability and wealth. They are getting these accolades from the community. They're being regarded as somebody that people trust and want to follow. And yet when I'm working with them and I'm talking to them, it's the same thing that I just described, but their version of it. Right. And the majority of it is feeling like I never tended to them themselves, feeling like they never tended to their own needs, feeling like they never took the time to learn what are their values, how do they want those activated versus just going through the motions every day because that's what they've always done. 